approaching the turn and Marquin really letting lost and running gallop. He's out by six lengths now on Marzu. Zaki moves up on the outside. Electric Girl stoked off the fence. Bandersnatch deeper out. Giga Kick getting to the outside. Ten off the lead. Lost and running comes up the riser. Healthy leader by four lengths on Zaki. Giga Kick down the outside. Marzu the inside and further back to Cascadian. Giga Kick sustaining the run. Went up with Zaki. Giga Kick and Zaki two lengths away then to Bandersnatch and Cascadian. But Giga Kick's got a strong kick and he goes home in the group one. A big winner. Giga Kick by two lengths in the all eight stakes. Zaki trying to cling on for second in a photo with Cascadian. Clear from Bandersnatch, Jackano. Further back to Hoho Amazon who had a wide path. Further back to Marzu from Colding, Rockin' Horse. Lost and running, got very tired and Electric Girl was last to finish. What an extraordinary horse Giga Kick is and what uh, a great uh, boon this is for Australian racing. He was having his ninth career start yesterday. He'd already won the Everest at his fifth race start and there he was winning uh, his first Group 1 there yesterday in the All-Aged, going to a new frontier, 1,400 metres. No favours afforded in the run, back second last, had to sustain a long run and too strong for them. Yeah. Outstanding performance. Absolutely outstanding and incredible to believe, really, considering Giga Kick's already a household name. But that was his first Group 1 and he's trained as first Group 1 as well. And his trainer is our first guest and we're very fortunate to have him this morning, Clayton Douglas. Clayton, good morning. Congratulations. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. You must pinch yourself, I know it's an old expression, you must pinch yourself sometimes when you think, I've got this Aussie's mind. Yeah, I do, absolutely. Um, yeah, just to see the rise of this horse, obviously he was unbeaten heading into an Everest and was able to win the Everest and to come back in the autumn and, and tick off that Group 1 box, it's, it's unbelievable. So, high-class galloper and um, hopefully you can keep on improving. I read one of your, your post-race quotes with interest, uh, Clayton. Uh, you said basically you feel this horse is so good you could train him for just about anything and he could probably win it, even a Cox Plate. Yeah, look, he, he uh, he's yeah, he's a bit of a freak, this horse. He, it's I feel like that's about right. Um, you know, anything, anything I ask him to do, he just seems to step up to the plate. He never disappoints. So, um, you know, obviously a bit of a figure of speech, but yeah, look, he's... He's obviously a horse that's, um, you know, he'd do anything for you. He goes to battle every time. Every time he goes to the races, you know he's going to run well, and he's done that all preparation. So to be able to come out on top yesterday, it was unbelievable. Take us sort of inside his story a bit. What makes him so freakish? Like What makes him so good? I mean, different horses have different attributes, big lungs, you know, hulking frames, whatever it is. What is it particularly about Giga Kick that stands out, do you think? Um. He's just got a will. He's got a lot of, a lot of will to win. He's he's very competitive. Um, you know, it was the first time in the TJ the other day um, a horse had come from behind him and got past him in a in a start in in eight runs. Um, you know, he, he rounded that field up yesterday, and uh, I don't even know if he was hit with the stick. So he's he's just a very very competitive horse. Um, he's you know. Got a beautiful gallop in action as well, which obviously he's a horse that breeds very well and relaxes and gives himself every chance. So don't really know the answer to why he's so freakish, but he's, he's very good and um, I'm happy to have him. You said before it was maybe a, not a slip of the tongue, but um, an expression you could train him to win anything. I don't think that statement should be overlooked because going into yesterday's race, the, the all-aged, it was 1,400 metres and... 
And, you know, when you're doing form on a race, there, there's a lot of questions you often ask. And I think it was a fairly legitimate question to say about the 1,400 metres. But I think most, most of the, the form students thought there'd be no drama with it. Well, there was no drama at all. But looking back at the win, as I said, he came from second last. I estimated about the halfway mark. He was eight to nine lengths off the lead. So Craig then embarked on a three, four wide run. So he had to sustain a long run. And he was strong at the end of 1,400 on a testing track. If you look, just look at that, that race in isolation, you would say to yourself, well, there's a horse. He'll run a mile for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Obviously, he can sustain a good gallop. And you know, every time he's got into a high-pressure 1,200, he's been so strong through the line. And um, you see, again, yesterday he was able to settle back and, like you say, have that big, big sustained run and, and keep running through the line. So, yeah, you know, he, he could be a horse that will potentially, um, you know, yeah, probably, like I said, do do what I needed him to do. And he's such a good sprinter at the same time. So he's he's a very, very versatile horse at this stage. To be fair, what you want him to do is win another Everest. That's at 1,200 metres in October. But I suppose the question that I'm going to put to you now, and it's an important one because we're, we're broadcasting out of Queensland and Giga Kick is now $2 favourite for the Dooman 10,000 in uh, a month's time. Will we see him here in, in south-east Queensland? Yes, we are likely to see him. Um, he's going to have a pretty quiet week. Um, if I'm happy with him, we'll be looking to go to the Dooman 10,000. So I'll probably know more in a week's time. Um, but yeah, that could that's that is his next target if we are to see him again this autumn. And would that most likely just be a, a one hit sort of Queensland camp campaign, bearing in mind you've you've got big fish to fry in the spring? Uh yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll just have he'll have the one run there. Um yeah, probably in the month's time, uh, potentially running the Doom in ten thousand and then uh we'll be putting him in the paddock for a well earned rest and getting him ready for the Everest. Tell me if I'm right or wrong here. When you've got an elite galloper and you've got the elite of the elite in Giga Kick, his um, not, not barrier manners, but I've watched him a, a fair bit in Sydney. Is it fair to say he, he he's not beginning as well as maybe he used to, or or, or has he always been a a little tardily away? Um, yeah, it's, it's fair to say that he's probably not beginning as well. He he had he has been. Um, we're not sure why that sort of happened. His first up run, I think he went to begin well and got buffeted, and then mm. probably same again, second up in the TJ. But he actually looked to begin well, but never quickly got in the stride there yesterday. So might just be a little bit of an attribute that he's sort of starting to pick up. But he, he is obviously with the edge off him yesterday. He was just wanting to relax a bit more. and He presented much better in the yard. He was much more relaxed in himself. Um, but... Um, Obviously, he can still reel off the big sectionals, and he seems like a horse that is loves to chase. He's he, um, you know, probably really started to work out how to ride him, and he likes to sort of switch off and get a bit of cover, and then sort of build into his races. So, yeah, that's a fair question to say that um, he's probably a little bit getting a little bit steady in the stride, but um, yeah, why he's winning, we won't worry too much.